there, and welcome to Blue Milk Latte, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Kent Blue Milk Latte Solace, and with me, as always, is my co-pilot aboard the Blue Milk Latte Star Cruiser, Chris Christophsis Mead. Hey guys, what's going? What's going on? Hey, hello, welcome back. Um, so uh, we have a very fun episode for you guys this week. A very Halloween and spooky themed. Uh, this week we're going to be kind of going over. Uh, Chris and I created a list of our own. Um, top tens. We're going to be going over horror icons that we would like to see faced off against different Star Wars characters. We thought it would be kind of fun to get in into the whole Halloween spirit and uh, to kind of see what kind of fun stuff we could come up with. Um, but before we get into our list, uh, let's go over our Star Wars adventures for this last week. Chris, why don't you kick us off? Alright, uh, <clears throat> I had a couple from this last week, probably about a week ago. I made the trek out to the downtown Disney area to check out the Star Wars Trading Post. Uh-huh. Uh, a little disappointed, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah. Because they, uh, well, they now that the parks are back open again, they've moved quite a bit of the <clears throat> um, Galaxy's Edge merchandise out of that location and back into the park. Uh-huh. That's kind of bummed out, because I was going there specifically to look at some of their um, costuming pieces that... Uh, <laughs> That now they don't uh, they, they don't carry that store anymore. So now in order for me to get like the uh, Jedi belt or accessory kits or the Jedi robes, I gotta go to Disneyland and pay hundred whatever dollars to get in, and then the you know hundred dollars whatever for the whatever you know for the costuming pieces. So I'm a little, a little faulty about that, but I thought that was okay. <clears throat> yeah, I got you. Yeah, and I um I saw recently I heard recently today that actually they increased the prices too. To, for parking there at Disneyland, uh, I think it's going up to like thirty bucks now, which is pretty, pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, they're uh, <clears throat> they're they're really trying to bleed you dry between that the Genie Plus uh, thing, which is a whole different topic that's not relevant to our interest today. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that online <laughs> sometime. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But, then, so, uh, but on the other, but on the other exciting uh, adventure was uh, I think it was two weeks ago now. I was out at the uh, LA for the uh, at the Academy of Motion Pictures Museum, mm-hmm. where I got to see the uh, <clears throat> screen used um, R2D2 C3PO costumes, which were really cool, along with a series of other sci-fi things, were just super awesome because they have actual, you know, actual props, actual replica, well, not replicas, they're actual props and costumes and stuff from a lot of uh, things like Batman, uh, Batman Returns, some stuff, uh, Dark Crystal stuff, Blade Runner, the original. Uh, what else did I see? Edward Scissorhands stuff, bunch of Spike yeah. Lee stuff, not sci-fi related, but still kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You were sending me pictures. It looks super awesome in there. I'm gonna have to make the trek down there at some point. And it looks, what's that? It, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to make the trek down there because from yeah. uh, some of the photos that you sent me, it looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, and like one of the weirdest things I have in there is they have. Uh, it was just not Star Wars related, but I'm just gonna. It's just weird to mention they have. Uh, Danny DeVito's prosthetic from Batman Begins, like his nose and cheekbones, just uh-huh. in a case by itself, no face attached to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little weird, a little creepy. But yeah, uh, it's just like, hey, here's uh, they pretty much, yeah, we're like any little random movie prop they get their hands on, like, hey, we could frame this, let's put it out there. <laughs> right. Well, and like one of the weird things, well, and then the other one they have from Batman Begins, Batman Returns, is they have the uh, model for um, Cobblepot Manor. Which is kind of interesting. Nice. That's very cool. Yeah, for the, for the beginning of the, the movie. 
But... Do they have any uh, Nolan Batman stuff? Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy yeah. stuff? No, okay, just curious. No, it's all yeah, no, it's all classic. Well, it's not classic, but it's all um, kind of uh, more of the kind of the iconic stuff, like pre pre nineteen ninety five type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, sounds good. Uh, any other Star Wars adventures that you had were going on? That's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's a good I, amount. Yeah, <laughs> I started working my way through the the this year's IDW Vader's Castle comics. I I have four of the five. I think the fifth one is either waiting for me to pick up or it comes out this week. I don't know, but um, I guess everybody knows probably hopefully before Halloween, so I can get my spooky on. Other yeah. than that, about it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of getting your spooky on, that'll lead into my Star Wars uh, adventures for this week. I haven't had that much because you know I've been working, uh, I've been working my day job a decent amount, so not too much extra time to do fun stuff like that. But um, I did, uh, I have been watching some Clone Wars uh, when I'm off of work. Um, just some of the Darth Maul centric episodes because I feel like they're like perfectly themed with like the halloween season because a lot of those episodes are darker and just darth maul's kind of like the poster boy to me for like i don't know uh devilish like kind of fun sort of and like uh you know um revenge and all that good stuff so i watched uh brothers and i watched another episode entitled uh, i believe invincible it has both darth maul and like savage press in there and they're kind of doing their thing um the very first one, Brothers, is the one where I think he has his spider legs before he gets his new, like, steel legs that the Night Sisters give him. Right. Um, so, just really fun episodes to watch. Um, if you guys um, aren't big horror buffs, but you want to, um, you know, watch something Star Wars related that's still a little, you know, uh, you know spooky or Halloween themed, I, th- I highly recommend them. Uh, we kind of talked about them before on a previous, on our last week's podcast, I believe, the... Um, haunted maze sort of one so uh check out that episode if you want some other recommendations there um, so, um i don't know if you saw this or not but i, I just it came across my feed today there's a star wars official star wars halloween page right now uh-huh and a bunch of links to articles about spooky star wars stuff and they have their own little video montage of their top five scariest star wars moments yeah, I don't know how I much did. we crossed over the R's or not, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of Dianaga uh, prop making uh, things like cookies and your couch, and I don't know where else I saw pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, I did see. I didn't see that specific page, but I have seen like those links to like all the all the different stuff. Yeah, there's some really good articles on there about like fun like jump scare moments and like fun episodes to watch and rebels yeah. and clone wars and stuff to kind of yeah get all that going so yeah, but yeah there's an official page that kind of aggregates all that stuff together in the one spot correct. yeah yeah correct right. i mean quick sidebar though it's like all of that conversation like uh not to sound like super nerdy or whatever <laughs> right now but starwars.com specifically is like one of the best like as far as like fan sites go Star Wars, like whether it's like, I don't know, I'm just throwing random properties out there like Pokemon or like uh, anime stuff or Star Wars or G.I. Joe or whatever. StarWars.com has like the best, most concise like website just for like yeah. anything and everything that you would want in a website as a fan. Yeah. Like they yeah, have yeah, like, definitely. they have fun quizzes. They have good information for the technical side. They have just fun stuff to do. They have to your point, like they have like the recipes and all the other fun stuff. They have like their own little encyclopedia for um, all the stuff. If you don't want to buy the 
the physical books, you know, that starwars.com is an amazing resource, obviously, for like Star Wars fans. But I just want to throw throw a shout out to whoever, you know, whatever team is in charge of that. So yeah. Um, okay, so one other thing before we get into our top ten list, as I'm sure a lot of you guys have kind of seen through various uh uh, you know, media channels that uh Hayden Christensen will be coming uh, to the Ahsoka series as well. We already knew he was going to be coming to the um, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And I'm assuming for that, it will be um, him, you know, in the suit or partial halfway in the suit. We'll see what, how that works out. But again, we don't know timelines specifically or anything, but for Ahsoka, we're going to assume he's going to be in the force vision or maybe a, a flashback we don't know it could be it could be anything but how do we feel how do you feel about that chris how what are your thoughts like are you excited or not excited what do you think um i'm just i'm a little a little confused okay <laughs> mostly because regardless of i mean where we're at in timeline is he's darth vader at that point like he's in the suit so i don't know how you do hayden christensen like what the point of casting him is because he's in a suit with the James Earl Jones voice. Like he's not, yeah. you know. As far as, far as Obi Wan Kenobi goes, we're gonna. I, I, we don't have too much information on Ahsoka, but we're gonna assume that the Ahsoka show takes place around the Mandalorian timeline. So, because I think a part of that will be Ahsoka looking for Adm, uh, Admiral Thrawn. So right. we're looking at like five years after Return of the Jedi. So we're right. thinking, I mean, now we're thinking Darth Vader's for sure dead, but right. we might see him in the flashback or a forest vision. Um, which one would you yeah. prefer between those two? Um, I think a flashback's kind of tricky because just to be perfectly honest, I mean, Hank Christensen is not, I mean, he's not 20 something years old anymore. Like he was in Revenge of the Sith even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, unless you do that magical, you know, Marvel Disney de aging thing, like I don't understand. That's I'm like, I'm just not sure about it. I mean, I, so I mean, for the Obi Wan Kenobi series, since we assume it's going to be in the time period between Revenge of the Sith and um, New Hope, probably closer to Revenge of the Sith than New Hope is what I mm-hmm. kind of feel like mm-hmm. uh, in the first half of that, you know, 16, 17, 18 year gap. Uh-huh. I mean, you could do Vader. I mean, you could do footage of Vader in his meditation chamber, and he would still look Hayden Christensen, Christensen e, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you know, with a bald cap and obviously the 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 scar prosthetics he had at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Mm. So, I mean, that that I can kind of see maybe, okay. like they're reaching out to each other through the forest, and they're going to show you know Vader in his chamber with his helmet off. Mm. By the time you get to Ahsoka, yeah, like. If it is like Mandalorian time frame, whether pre-Mando, like just before Mando, or just after her appearance on Mando, yeah, I don't know how you do that other than with flashbacks or video recordings or, or even yeah, I don't even I don't know. Yeah, I think I did. Um, I think me personally, I think it'll be in a Force Vision, um, or a Force Ghost sort of thing. A kind of via you know Obi Wan Kenobi to Luke Skywalker, except it'll be um, Anakin to Ahsoka, I think. Um, and then that would also, I think, lend itself a little nicely to 
um, and I'm going to get some hate maybe for saying this. I don't know. It would lend itself uh, better to the, the George Lucas version ending of Return of the Jedi, where it's Hayden Christensen as Anakin and not, um, you know, right. the, the original cut where it was the uh, older right. actor there. So, I mean, it might pair nicely with that. It might provide further justification for George Lucas doing that. Um, no, I, I, I kind of yeah, hadn't, hadn't figured in the Force Ghost aspect that like yeah, technically, in the 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 George Lucas's last cut of that, it is Hayden Christensen as a Force Ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, so he could appear as a Force Ghost to, um, yeah. With, right. but, but the the problem with that is that and that raises other questions when you start getting the prequel trilogy because if he can manifest himself to Ahsoka, why didn't he like? manifest himself to uh, ben, well to ben solo and be like hey uh i'm not that dude anymore like <laughs> yeah that very seemed like a cool guy but like i stopped beating him after a while and came over the light side and yeah we know weird, well, weird things where it's like you get the impression kylo never heard that story about how his grandfather came back to anakin skywalker because he only ever refers to him as darth vader like it's weird yeah hmm. yeah i don't know that, that will be a little tricky for sure. I mean, it could be one of those things where, yeah, maybe Leia or whomever did tell Ben, like, oh, no, he redeemed himself. He did this. He did that sort of thing. But, like, at, to the world at large, they're calling your grandfather, like, you know, a warmonger and an executioner right. and all this crazy stuff. So maybe, like, you know, just the galaxy at large kind of messed with Ben Solo's brain a little bit. I don't know. I'm just... Yeah, no, I, yeah. Um, and I mean, like, not to get too like real world with it, but like, think about like if like I don't know, there's like Hitler's grandchildren out there thinking, oh no. Well, I know that's a very different thing, but never mind. I'm well, not no, that's, that <laughs> that's, that's, that's a real thing. Uh, Hitler had relatives, not I don't, he didn't have children of his own, but he had relatives who ended up having to change their names because their yeah. last name was Hitler, and that's not a name you want to have anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not that there's any redemption, I'm saying for Hitler. Let's not right. go down that road anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of like you know a similar thing. Like you're think, thinking about like this like terrible icon in the galaxy or in the world or what have you. And um, yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, well, that takes down a different kind of rabbit hole. But that was like one of the things they talked. That was one of the things in what book was it? Was it Bloodlines? Where Leia is like struggling with that, and yeah. it's kind of a secret, and they don't. Like she's very careful not to tell anyone that her grandfather was Darth Vader because they don't. It's like it's like a weird thing where it's like they all kind of are okay with her and Luke being brother and sister, but she makes it very you know she does not tell anyone about her father being Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I don't want to say I I don't like acknowledging fan service when it's so blatant and in your face. With everything, I feel, you know, there's obviously a smart way to do fan service and not to do it. But right. I I feel like the sequel trilogy, at least in The Force Awakens, anyway, was 100% mining fan service from the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. And then making you feel nostalgic for it. But, and I feel like a lot of these, um, you know, we've only gotten two seasons of The Mandalorian so far, but we're going to be getting tons of other seasons of, you know, all, all the stuff coming out. I feel like with Dave Filoni in charge, not in charge, but, you know, co-in charge. He's gonna mine the the prequel trilogy in a way to give nostalgia to all these Disney Plus shows. Um, hopefully, in a very smart way. I think he'll he'll do it in a pretty smart way. Um, 
Because I feel like that's why John Favreau and Dave Filoni work so well. John Favreau is obviously a, a very big fan of the original trilogy with Dave Filoni really loving and wanting to acknowledge, you know, the prequel era and all that. So I think right. that's why they work really well together. Um, but yeah, I think we'll, we will definitely get some some prequel fan service stuff in a lot of these Disney Plus shows. And I really want to like bookmark this sound clip that I just did so that when all these shows drop, I can be like, aha, see, I told you. Um, oh, I feel like if we're going to have a lot of that, it's going to be in the Ahsoka series because that's, she's a, I mean, because she starts as a prequel era character. She's Dave Filoni's kind of baby, per, you know, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I really feel like, um, I feel like any of the prequel stuff we're going to see, like Easter egg stuff, is going to be in, in that series, probably more so than any of these other ones we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of like our general thoughts and feelings on Hayden. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I acknowledge it too much, but yeah, I'm, I'm personally excited for it. I'm, I'm there for it. Uh, I think uh, it'll be done in a way where it lends itself to the story and uh, not just to have him in there. I think if it didn't lend itself to the story, they wouldn't have tried to cast him or anything like that. Um, and then I'm going to say... Chris, one last question for you here. I'm, but before I ask you, I'll, I'll state my answer first. I'm going to say we'll only get Hayden in one one episode of of Ahsoka. Do you think it'll be more or less than than that? And I, I'm going to say in that one episode, he'll only be in it for maybe a good 10 minutes tops. Do you, are, are you going over or under on that? Do you think we'll get uh, more of them or less? No, I think you're you're probably about right. We'll have to kind of wait and see what we we'll get some more details on what exactly the Ahsoka series is about because we just we still don't really know. All we know is that they're doing an Ahsoka series, and now we know that Hayden Christensen's in it. So I mean, we don't really know. The other thing is kind of encouraging. Well, that's definitely not kind of. It's definitely encouraging. Is that obviously whatever work he's doing on Obi Wan is so awesome? They're putting him in Ahsoka without anybody even seeing the Obi Wan footage. Fan yeah. Work. Yeah. So that's super encouraging. So that that's the one thing I'm not. That's why that's why I'm still kind of like mixed to like unsure rather than like either like super gung ho or super like salty about it. It's like obviously whatever he's doing is really good because they wouldn't you know it's kind of like the thing about it's kind of like the you could same argument you can make about the book of Boba Fett where it's like obviously because they had that you know in the pipeline before he was even on Mandalorian or before the Mandalorian stuff dropped. And that's because they like what he was doing so much in Mandalorian. They're like, okay, there's a there's another show in here. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a similar situation where hey, whatever Hayden's doing as Vader is phenomenal because they wouldn't put him in something else if it wasn't good. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yep, good call. All right, guys. So yeah, that's that's our general thoughts right there. We're gonna move into our horror villains versus Star Wars characters uh, topic. Um, we're gonna do ten of them. Uh, Chris will do ten. I'll do ten. We'll go back and forth, kind of counting down to our number one. Um, a quick preface to my list. Um, I mean, I did put them in order of like I'm really I would be really excited. This one to number one would be like my most excited. But for the most part, I like any one of these like would be awesome. Like if there's a YouTube crew out there that like you know you've seen them like that makes those mashup videos where characters fight against each other. I would love to see any one of these done. In, in those but um yeah chris do you want to get us kicked off with your number 10 okay uh this one would be uh the mummy okay and i'm going to pair the mummy with dr afra 
Because okay, she's our cool. resident, um, you know, Star Wars archaeologist character. That's so, a great one. Yeah. So I think of any of the characters, she would be the most likely to bump into them. Uh, you know, if we were going to recast the 90s mummy movie, uh, she would be the uh, Rachel Vice character. Okay. Essentially, you know. Cause, so are, cause are, the, for Just for my, my own headcanon here, are you going with the 1999 mummy or are you going with the th- one from the 30s? Mm, I'd probably go with the, the 1999 movie because okay. I'm more familiar with him, with okay. the Billy Zane one. Cool. Very <clears> cool. And then Brandon Fraser's in there playing the Han Solo type that he kind of already does in The Mummy. <laughs> well, we've already cast that movie out with Star Wars characters. Mummy sees The Mummy, Aphra's uh, Rachel Vice, and then the um, the uh, the Brandon Fraser character is Han Solo. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Very good, very good. That's a. I didn't see that one coming. That's a great kickoff to the list. Um, mine is going to be my number ten. Here is going to be Freddy Krueger, and he's going to be versus Ahsoka, which doesn't seem like that crazy of a pairing at first. But Ahsoka, all these characters that we love in Star Wars, they've been through a lot of stuff. They have a lot of trauma, a lot of like crazy stuff to like resolve. But I feel like Ahsoka is like definitely one of the top ones that has like stuff that she like needs to fix you know what i mean right yeah so freddy krueger obviously putting people in dreams and nightmares and stuff like that i feel like would give ahsoka like a heck of a run for her money like just like you know making her relive like um you know anakin falling to the dark side and like the jedi order and her being you know more or less expelled from the Jedi Order at this one point, like just reliving those experiences over and over again. That just sounds like awful and terrible. But I feel like at the end of the day, Ahsoka is a powerful character and she will always, you know, uh, prevail and she would end up defeating him. Plus, it'd be kind of cool to see like her like white lightsabers like cut right through like his claw hand things. That'd be pretty fun. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's my that's my number 10. Chris, what's right. your number nine? Number nine. OK, so I've got. Uh, I've got one monster and then two Star Wars characters. Couldn't decide on them, so I'm gonna throw them both out there. They're not together, but we'll see which one we like better. Yeah, Wolfman. Okay, and either Chewbacca or Shevastian. Okay, well, uh, not to give which away. Are essentially, Star Wars Wolfman. If you don't know who's away my number four, but uh, I have exactly Wolfman versus <laughs> Chewbacca. So go with the go with the other one. Go with the other one. The Sebastian. Yeah. Who is who is literally? Uh, they borrowed a uh, Wolfman mask from like Werewolf in London or something and threw him in the cantina scene. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Who who do you think would pre- Wolfman versus Wolfman? Yeah. Who do you think would prevail in that one? I, I think they're pretty evenly matched. They'd probably kill each other. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's cool. Because they're nice. pretty much the same. They're or you know, it's just one, one's in space and one's not. Or they would just see each other and go, "Huh, you look familiar." And then like they would end up at the yeah. cantina together, drinking together. Probably, yeah, probably that one. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's a trick. What? Here's a tricky one, actually, for the wolf, wolfman. What if? So, like, when there's a full moon, he turns to the wolf, right? Right. What if he's on like Tatooine and they have two moons? Is that like? He they like cancel each other out so he doesn't turn or like he becomes even more wolfy. Well, I suppose he'd be a wolf twice as long because you (laughs) theoretically there's a chance you'd have each moon be full at different times of the month, so you could be Wolfman like 
all the time, I guess, constantly. Damn. Wow. All Wolfman all the time. There you go. That's yeah. That's awesome. All right. My number nine. So this is the less le- the least action packed out of all of my selections here. But I feel like it'd be like the most dialogue, like interesting and like like the best like character moments like ever. Okay, here we go. My number nine. We have Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Versus Thrawn. Okay. But they're not trying to kill each other and rip each other's throats out. They're playing a game of chess together. Okay. No, that how, works. How good is that? Like Hannibal Lecter is probably one of the smartest like horror villains out there. And to be fair, like if we were gonna cast Thrawn in the early nineties. Yeah. Uh, Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is not a bad choice. Yeah, he's got the voice for sure. Because he would because he would if you played it like if you played it kind of like Hannibal, but less people eating that's uh that that's a that's a that's a that's a pretty strong thrawn actually yeah 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 Yeah. and they both have like very they're you know very interested in the chaos of everything but they're also very refined and they both enjoy like getting to like art and culture and all that good stuff yeah so i think it'd be a very interesting pairing and they would play chess and i feel like it would end in the stalemate because they're both uh both really good i guess yeah so that's my number nine uh chris what is your number eight uh number eight so it's not quite horror but i think it, it's still monstrous so i think we're gonna go with it okay i'm gonna say godzilla versus yeah. versus the zillow beast from uh clone wars nice what do you think that, are they battling in uh japan or in um coruscant hmm. i mean on some level, there's enough neon. It could be they're pretty interchangeable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess the I guess the question is which which one would you rather see like like destroyed Japan or Coruscant? <laughs> mm-hmm. We could say we could say um, Coruscant because uh, <laughs> yeah. So who, who do you think would win between the the Godzilla? The why am I saying the Godzilla between Godzilla or the Zilla Beast? <laughs> Um, uh, well, I don't know. It's hard to think. The Zillabies' hide is pretty impenetrable. Probably Godzilla, just because yeah. I like Godzilla better. He's had a better, cooler design. But all right, and I know how we get there too. So, in one one of the Godzillas, Godzilla like twenty four. That's the like sequel <laughs> twenty four. They end up cap- capturing him. He no longer can destroy anything, and they blast him off into space. And then in space, he comes through a wormhole. Boom, bam. Ends up in the Star Wars galaxy, crashes on the t- on Tatooine, not Tatooine, Coruscant, and then there we go. There you go. That Although worked. if they fought on Tatooine, that would be probably the most peaceful because it would just be like them throwing dirt at each other and trying to yeah kill each other that way. Yeah. Anyway, good one. Very good. Um, all right, number eight. I was really excited about this one. I didn't think I would be excited about this one. Um, okay, so. George Lucas has a buddy, a film buddy. His name is Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg directed a little movie called Jaws. Hmm. So we're going to do Bruce the Shark from Jaws against, uh, I had to look this one up. I didn't know the official name. A Sando Aqua monster, which is essentially that giant fish monster looking thing that looks like a T-Rex that's on Naboo in episode one. Okay. uh, (laughs) 
when um there's always when, a bigger uh, fish. Qui Gon is like, oh, there's always a bigger fish because yeah, it's the one that has like a fish tail, but it also has like the head of a T Rex sort of thing. Okay. Um, in like the T Rex arms, and I look, I did look up the size. Unfortunately, Bruce isn't big enough to really. I mean, he can probably nick like take some chunks out of the Sando Aqua Monster, but he's pretty gigantic, so I think he could swallow him pretty whole. Um, right. So Bruce gets the short end of the stick on that one. But if you know, if Bruce was just swimming around, and then um. Jar Jar Binks was swimming around in there. I think Jar Jar Binks would be uh, a goner, unfortunately. Yeah, that's kind of a given, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, yeah. So, Bruce the Shark uh, from Jaws versus Sando Aqua Monster. Advantage, Sando Aqua Monster. Um, Yeah, all right. Uh, Chris, what is your number seven? Seven. I've got uh, Jason, the uh, unkillable juggernaut, Uh against a uh, dark trooper. Oh, cool. Okay. Unkillable robot juggernaut. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, where where are they battling? Uh, and is, it, is it just what is it just one um dark trooper? I think it kind of has to be one. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I think you got more than one, then Jason kind of gets outnumbered, and you know, yeah. They they kind of team up on him and I don't think it's really a fair fight anymore. But I think one on one, it's a pretty that fight goes on for quite a while. Like a who, do you think, who do you think wins? Oof. Uh I'd like to think the Dark Troopers would, but being they're just kind of machines, I think at some point Jason would just kind of start like, you know, macheting their like internal so off. Yeah. Yeah. Like cutting cutting the uh, hydraulic fluid cables and things eventually. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think the only way a, a Dark Trooper wins is like if it sets itself to self-destruct and then they both like essentially lose and die because then right. he would self-destruct and then take out Jason at the same time. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That makes sense. All right. Very good. All right. So my number seven here. So this is one of the ones that uh, Chris already knows about. I was really excited about it when we came up with this idea uh, last time uh, we kind of podcast here. So my number seven is going to be Dracula. The 19, <laughs> 1970s Christopher Lee version versus Count Dooku, also played by Christopher Lee. Uh, <laughs> and um, they're going to be fighting like at Count Dooku's, like one of his like private little castles or what have you. And then, uh, you know, he's going to see a younger him as a vampire, as it were. And uh, they're going to battle it out. And as cool as vampires are and uh dracula specifically is i don't think uh there's much getting around that that red lightsaber swing uh, i think right, yeah yeah i think by the time dracula gets any sort of close to uh to count dooku he gets he gets sliced and diced um yeah but i mean it would probably be a pretty good fight and then count dooku goes back to his meal and finishes his uh whatever he has lobster plate or whatever it is um yeah so i was really excited <laughs> i i just like the idea of seeing like the act same actor you know fight each other yeah, kind yeah, of funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny yeah all right chris what's your number six all right number six uh okay number six is gonna be michael myers okay versus kylo ren two Ooh. uh two broody dudes in masks yeah 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 nice and have you seen um have you seen the latest halloween movie chris 
No, I have not. Okay, so I don't. Uh, spoilers, kids. Um, if you haven't seen Halloween Kills, uh, uh, Chris, are you okay if I tell you a little bit about it? Yeah. Okay. Um, just skip uh, skip about a minute if you don't, or thirty seconds if you don't want to hear anything starting now. All right. So in Halloween Kills, they kind of do the whole argument of is Michael Myers, you know, human or is he more than that? Is he like some evil entity? And like he more or less by the end of the film gets like taken out. He gets shot, stabbed, punched, baseball batted. Like he's down for the count. You think he's dead. But then right at the same time, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode, she like has this whole little monologue where like the more he kills, the more he transcends like into evil. And then right as she says that he like gets back up and like, kills a whole bunch of people again and um like it's crazy it's really awesome so like it kind of leans into the fact that he is a little bit more than just flesh and blood he has some you know evil right sort of boogeyman entity kind of thing uh you know carrying him in his body so anyway the whole reason i asked that or state that is um do you think uh michael myers is winning or do you think kylo ren is winning um, well, shoot, if he's we're dealing with a magical Michael Myers, uh, <laughs> I think the uh, I think the fight gets a little more even, like without that, I think it's Kyler Ren all the way because again, you just force choke him or whatever, and then you yeah, know, it's kind of the, the Vader argument where Vader just works, sh- force chokes anyone and they're dead, so it doesn't really matter, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in a lot of these uh pairings, the Star Wars characters are kind of wiping the floor with uh, the horror icons. That I have one coming up that I think. We'll change that, but yeah, it's kind of interesting how a lot of these Star Wars characters. Maybe it just shows that we care about the Star Wars characters more. I don't know, um, but well, uh, yeah, I mean, like, Star Wars characters have space magic, so space magic kind of trumps a lot of other the stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think that they'll get hurt and they'll get toyed with a lot. The Star Wars yeah. characters, like, but uh, at the end of the day, they'll prevail. Um, I just, yeah. I just okay. want to see uh, Michael Myers and Kylo Ren kind of stalking each other, like. Staring at each other in their masks from like two different hedges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just brooding, brooding at each yep. other. Yep. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, my number six here is Have you, Chris, have you seen Insidious, the, the movie Insidious? No. And to be, to, to kind of, uh, you know, uh, asterisk this whole episode for me, not a big horror guy. So, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm kind of like, I was a little bit, uh, I was a little bit flying by seeing my pants with some of these things on this list because, like, I had to go with the, mainstream ones where i knew about them but most of these movies i have not seen to be perfectly frank about the whole thing yeah that's fine that's fine i am a not i'm a i'm a fairly big horror guy uh, i i enjoy a horror movie here and there and more, maybe more so than here and there um yeah i i really enjoy the genre i think it brings um a lot about um it's not just scares and thrills i think it's kind of shows the really good ones anyway show a lot about humanity the, the good stuff and the bad stuff about them um and that's kind of one of the things that i like but at the same time i also like ones that don't have anything to say and they're just like fun slasher movies at the same time so i get a kick out of them um anyway getting on with my number six here the reason i asked about uh insidious there is uh you guys have probably seen the memes online there's this uh character name he doesn't really have a name uh he's just called the red face demon um he uh he has like a quick jump scare that's like one of the best jump scares like of the last like decade or two i think because it's in broad daylight you're looking at this family at a table and then he like shows up in this mirror and it's terrifying anyway he looks just like darth maul and guess who he's gonna fight 
Darth Maul. Darth Maul. <laughs> um, in the Insidious movie, he is shown to be like this demon that has um, like this uh, like workshop area in this. It's kind of like a netherworld sort of scenario. Like it's uh, not hell, but it's like this like other world where like spirits and demons and stuff live. And he's like sharpening um, this like spike thing and all this other stuff. It's pretty cool looking. So I think he would use that spike thing to fight Darth Maul. Um, and I'm going to go with Darth Maul has his uh, spider legs because I, I just love that design. I can't get enough of it. And uh, I think he would take out one or two of his spider legs, but Darth Maul would still keep going and eventually get the demon and uh, choke him out or for, force choke him, force break his neck, do something crazy to like get him out of there. Um, so, yeah. The red face demon versus Darth Maul, and with Darth Maul winning. Um, and uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's actually a pretty good movie as well. Insidious, go check it out. It's directed by uh, James James Wan. He's the same guy who did the Saw films and the Conjuring. Uh, he's a really good film director. And for the, and for the nerds, yeah, Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that James Wan, that guy. Um, all right, Chris, what is your number five? All right, this one's gonna be a little silly. Okay. Uh, not the silliest one I got here. I got a little kind of silly too. Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do Chucky versus Ewoks. <laughs> That's not fair. Specifically, Wicket, I guess, but just kind of you know Ewoks in general. Okay, they're about okay. the same size. I think it like it matches them pretty pretty evenly. Yeah, the, the Ewoks would just toy with them though. I think. I don't know. Well, they probably, well, at that point, they would eat him, I, I think. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. They would try to. <laughs> okay. Where are they? Uh, where, are they battling on Endor? Or are they battling like somewhere in the, the real world? Uh, we'll give Ewoks home, home field advantage. We'll say Endor. Okay. Okay. I could just imagine like Chucky running around the bridges on Endor. Yep. Like, ah! <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's why I said Endor. <laughs> like climbing trees and stuff. Yeah. 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 That is a pretty awesome image. <laughs> and uh, I think, yeah, I think Chucky would get like spit roasted on uh, on something once he gets caught. I mean, you can't really eat him though, yeah, because to your point, he is a toy. But uh, right, yeah. I mean, in long run, have you seen the commercials? They're making a Chucky TV series, which I'm I don't really get how you do that, but I'm not really a big Chucky fan anyway. But it was just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is a, a good way to do it. Well, they're doing it. Uh, FX or Sci- no, Sci-Fi is doing it, I think. Sci-Fi has a Chucky series. Interesting. That's currently airing or about to or starts this week or something. I don't know. Yeah, I've, seen, thought, I've, seen, I've seen commercials for it. Yeah, I've seen some promo for it. Yeah. Uh, I might check it out if I if I have all the extra time. <laughs> all right. Uh, number five here. Uh, we're going to do... I like the idea of the, the final, as a preface to this one, I like the idea of a final girl. I like the idea of a, a character, you know, outlasting everybody and being the, the one that you uh, bite there towards the end. And uh, I think it'd be pretty interesting to see Ghostface, um, okay. a popular slasher, and uh, my Halloween costume this year, Ghostface. Um, he's going to be fighting... It's not very equally matched, but uh, I'm going to say, like, um, I'm not going to give her a lightsaber, but Ghostface is going to be going against Darkseid Ray. Oh, interesting. Not regular Ray, but Darkseid Ray. 
Okay. The one with the, the messed up teeth, the pointy teeth, and she's going to have her own black cape and all that other good stuff. And I think uh, Ghostface will give a good pursuit, but uh, Dark Side Ray, at the end of the day, will like gnaw his face off with her crazy teeth. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Ghostface is just uh, essentially just a, a crazed uh, serial killer that likes uh, to mess with people and ask them, "What's your favorite movie?" Um, so I think he gets off by Dark Side Ray. Yeah. 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 All right, Chris. What's your number four? Uh, number four. Uh, okay, this is another one where I've got a uh, I got a twofer for you. We got to figure out which one we like better: Creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay. Versus either Jar Jar Binks or Kid Fisto. Jar Jar for sure. Jar Jar. Yeah. I thought Jar Jar would be a, a way funnier, funnier fight. fight. Kid Fisto just lightsabers the creature to death, and it's kind of a quick yeah. fight. <laughs> Jar Jar, I feel wins, but in the stupidest way possible. Like, uh, yeah, like a boat is coming by on the thing, and he like, oh, a boat, and he like ducks down, and then it like runs over the creature from the Black Lagoon and like grinds his face off or something. Right. I, I feel like he would win in like yeah the dumbest way possible, but yeah. he would still win. Yep. Um, who do you think? It's been a while since I've seen the creature from the Black Lagoon because it's from the fifties, I think. I don't think yeah. he's—I don't think he swims that well. I think he swims pretty good, but not as good as Jar Jar because Jar Jar yeah. can like swim pretty, pretty fast. Right. So I think in that realm, I think if Jar Jar was truly ever in danger, he—he's uh, a scaredy cat enough to just swim way fast away, like as fast as possible. Right. So I think even if he doesn't win-win, he—he makes a good escape. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number four, we've kind of already mentioned it uh, in, as one of yours, but uh, Wolfman versus I, I went Chewbacca all the way. Um, and I think actually these are one of the ones that, again, it's not a violent confrontation. It starts off that way with them growling at each other and stuff. But then Wolfman, after the night ends and they're done, like kind of trying to intimidate each other, just turns back into a regular man. And then Chewbacca makes a friend because he sees someone that's kind of like Han in a way, right. but also turns into someone like him. He's like, huh, maybe I'll befriend this guy. Because it, I feel like to earn Chewbacca's trust, you, you have to, I don't know, help him out or like show him that you're a little bit different than the rest and he'll like kind of right. befriend you. So I think that one actually ends in a friendship. And they go, um, not like hunting for people, but they go like, uh, you know, full moon uh, they go on full moon outings when they're both all hairy and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I can do that. That works. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Chris, what's your number three? Uh, number three, this one's just purely, purely an aesthetic pairing. I think they, they, they pair together like aesthetically. Okay. I'm going to do uh, Pinhead and Darth Maul. Okay. They're both, they're both That's your number three? That's my number three. Interesting. Okay, very cool. All right. Pinhead versus Darth Maul. Yep. Very good. Um, are they battling? So Pinhead, um, you know, he does have a region of hell that's like, you know, belonging to like torture and all this other stuff. And then Darth Maul, we know where Darth Maul's from. Where do you envision them fighting? Uh, okay, so my pitch is they're fighting in hell because Darth Maul has died and gone to hell because he's not a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And he decides to 
take over that part of hell from Pinhead and challenge Pinhead for uh, his seat on the, on the throne. The head of the Cenobites. Nice. Yep. That's my that's my pitch. Wow. That's a pretty good pitch, actually. Okay. And then uh, who do you do you think uh, Darth Maul is successful in uh, in beating uh, him? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, I think so think... as well. But and, and it does go to the the old the thing we've been saying. I think Darth Maul would get hurt pretty darn bad, though. Yeah, no, it'd be it'd be close. But I think Darth Maul would would do it because I think Darth Maul would probably do some kind of like do that thing where like they like stab each other on the same sword. You know, like the two two you know as double edged yeah. lightsaber. They like both they end up like on either end of it with blades sticking out both their backs, but somehow you know Pinheads is through his heart and Darth Maul's is like through his stomach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's how it goes. That works. That works. Um, okay, cool. Very cool. Um, it's very interesting they pick Pinhead as number three because Pinhead is my number three as well. Right. He's got, except he's going to be fighting off against Darth Vader. Okay. And uh, that is going to be interesting because I'm going to set mine on an abandoned just bear with me here. It's going to be like kind of like a dream sequence. It's not real, real. But uh, it's going to be an abandoned Death Star with the lights like flickering off and on. So it's okay. like one of those scary things where like you see the character and then you see black and then the, you, the lights come on again and the character's like closer to you and stuff like that. That's going to be happening the entire fight. Um, and I think Pinhead messes up Darth Vader psychologically. Much like Freddy Krueger did to Ahsoka at the top of the list here. Pinhead will kind of torture Anakin and show, you know, him about all the, the terrible decisions he's made, all the bit shortcomings and just all this terrible stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, Anakin would just like rage out and be like, well, I've already committed to this. So <laughs> this is what I'm doing. And uh, I think he would like slice and dice uh, Pinhead. I think he would uh, like decapitate him really good with a lightsaber. Yeah. Entertaining, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's one of the ones that I think would be cool to see like done like live action, like with you know, cosplay folks or whatever. But this next one on my list is like probably the one I would be most excited for. But before we get to that, Chris, what's your number two? Number two is gonna be Freddy versus Mother Talzine. Okay. Of the of the Night Sisters. I feel like they're both kind of like fight in the dream realm more so than like in the physical realm. Uh-huh. I feel like she's kind of she's the kind of person that probably you can would use magic to invade your nightmares or give you nightmares to manipulate you, much like Freddy does. So yeah. I think they would be an equal match on the in the dreamscape. I feel like they would have a, a draw, but like probably here's why well, they fall in love and like uh, make out or something by the end of it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or or what I was <laughs> thinking, like um, to build, borrow page out of christopher nolan's book i think they might like inception each other like they would send each other like down so many different nightmares they would all they like start to not realize like they're actually in the nightmare or not anymore and they would just get like stuck there yeah i can see them doing that to each other and uh it'd be kind of like a stalemate because they would just both end up in each other's nightmares and like kind of just stuck there forever anyway but yeah that's a really good one i like that one all right, next up for me, and uh, the, okay, so this one is number two because my number one, I just love the characters in it so much, but uh, this one would be like the coolest fight I think like I could possibly come up with. I don't We're know, gonna... my number one's pretty good. 
I might, I might challenge you because my number one's really strong. We're gonna so, see that. I might have this character, one of this villain, this horror icon in your in your number one. Maybe let's see, let's okay. see. Tell yeah. me right now. All right, a xenomorph. No, no. Okay, cool. That's fine. All right, one xenomorph. We're gonna go the one from Alien, not like the okay. Queen or anything crazy. Just one xenomorph. Okay. Versus a Death Trooper squad from Rogue One. Okay. We're gonna go with like five Death Trooper squads, and okay. it's gonna take place on the Nostromo from Alien, the okay. original Alien film. The Death Trooper squad will go to the ship Nostromo to investigate. Uh, we're gonna pretend that Ripley didn't blast it out the out the uh, thing there into the cold vacuum of space, and we're gonna say the Death Trooper squad hunts down the Xenomorph, and. Um, I don't know. I just think thematically it would be like so cool because they both have like mainly black colors, but like with hints of green, for instance, like the alien jewel is kind of like greenish sometimes in the right light and the death troopers armor is black and then their little their little lights are like green. Anyway, so I just envision it be like really like very like a dark scene, but with like little hints of green here and there. And can, can, I, can I give you a, uh, a second Star Wars option? OK. Xenomorph versus Bad Batch. Yeah, I don't want to hurt the Bad Batch though. I don't want to hurt any members of the Bad Batch. That's my only thing. Okay, all right, all right. and sure. and I think like so you know how like the Death Troopers have like kind of their own voice box where like they sound just a little bit more sinister than the regular ones. Yeah, um, because they use like that code thing where only they can like hear each other, or whatever. I think right. this thing would be truly menacing, like to have them hunting down the Xenomorph and then like screaming at each other and then going like ah. Anyway, I think. The xenomorph wins. Okay. Um. Only by default that the death troopers aren't better equipped with, uh, you know, better weapons, and they, their tactics are good, but they're not that great. And I can see them not figuring out quick enough the fact that the alien, whenever it bleeds, it bleeds acid, and it just melts right through their armor. Right. Um, and I think that's how a lot of them fall out. And then getting getting the tail to the to the face probably wouldn't feel too good either. So this is one of the few times I think the horror icon wins. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, the Xenomorph takes out the Death Trooper squad of five. I think it'd be, yeah, pretty cool. Anyway, that's my number two. Chris, what is your number one? All right, number one. So, I don't know, the monster's a little bit of a, uh, might be a cheat. We'll see how it goes. Horde of zombies, not just one, bunch of zombies, versus okay. Darth Vader. Ah, oh, that's good. Yeah, that isn't is good. it? That's good. Yeah, like as much as you want to see that film, I want to see this film because just imagine, like the hallway scene from Rogue One, but in times the open, 100. times a hundred, and he's surrounded by zombies, so you can just be super gory and gross, and these lightsabering heads off, and force crushing skulls, and like. You do that thing where they swarm him, and he uses the force push and makes like a bubble of force push and throws them all out away from him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty darn good. Yeah. So it's pretty much just a a zombie massacre them because Vader can take out. I feel like at least five hundred of those zombies without breaking a sweat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's mostly just like mostly it's my number one because I just want to see that. I want to see Vader. I just want to see it cinematically. Him like throwing his lightsaber out and just like throwing it out in a circle or just spins out in a circle and just decapitates a bunch of zombies all at once. 
Mm-hmm. Where is this taking place? Uh, we can say I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Earth or uh, the open field in the boo. How about the, the, how about the, the zombies? One. I don't know. What? How about the zombies are attacking the castle, uh, Vader's castle, and he's defending okay. his castle? That would work. Yeah, that works. Okay. Okay. Cool. And that technically canonically can work because there is that zombie episode in Clone Wars where the the troopers get like that worm in their head. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of become like zombies in a way. Yeah, yeah. They could just be a whole bunch of those worms that get in like, I don't know, troopers' noses or something. Anyway, yeah. All right, cool. Very good number one. It's going to make my number one anticlimactic. I just love (laughs) both of these characters so much. So this is actually kind of nice because yours was like an epic just bloodbath of destruction and like awesomeness mine is going to be very intimate and very personal mine is going to take place leia as a as a teenager she hasn't yet reached full-on rebel insurgent yet she's a teen she's a she's going to be a final girl she's going to be in the alderaan castle where she lives okay and uh michael myers Okay. Is going to be hunting her down from room to room. Um, and then Leia, wouldn't you know it, um, <laughs> is going to take a space hanger, not a regular hanger, a space hanger, because we're in Star Wars, guys. And then she's going to shove it up Mike Myers' like chin up into his brain. And then that's how he dies. Nice. Yes, kind of like an homage to the original Halloween, but instead of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode, we get Carrie Fisher as a, a younger Princess Leia. Right. Anyway, that's my number one. It's very anticlimactic, I know, in comparison to the rest of the list, but I, bo- I like both those characters a lot, and I think it'd be pretty uh, fun and interesting to see them kind of square off against each other. All right, I got two honorable mentions that I just, the only reason honorable mentions that came with them while we were uh, doing this list, I just popped it in my head if you want to hear those i do it yeah let's do it okay so one is a little uh what's the word it's uh not it's it's kind of a uh, metaphorical or not okay we have the thick but it's a uh, you know overlook hotel versus vader's castle okay just like the hauntings of that take place yeah. there yep yeah that would be pr- both of them are pretty haunted so yeah yeah, Overlook Hotel versus that. I don't. I mean, I don't know how they would fight each other. Like I said, it's a very like this is a very like uh, wow, what's the word for a metaphysical? Like, yeah. Uh, let's let's meta, put it this like, way: debate. which one? Which one would you rather have to like? Which one, if you had to like get stuck in one overnight, which one would you rather be stuck in overnight? Maybe the Overlook Hotel, honestly. Really? I feel like Sith ghosts are more messed up than like Overlook ghosts. Yeah, they just kind of mess with you and like taunt you and stuff. That's where, yeah, at the other one, they might like try to make you bring them back to life or something. I mean, at least the Overlook Hotel, there's that one room where there's like booze and a party going on. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> just, just don't open the elevator doors and you're fine, right? Yeah. All right. And my other one, uh, this is this is another like, if we're going to recast a horror film in, uh, uh, you know, with Star Wars characters, kind of got it with the mummy. Okay. So let's do uh, Evil Dead, or okay. actually Evil Dead Two slash plus Army of Darkness with uh, Jar Jar, Obi Wan, and Anakin as kind of as the Ash character in the in the in the movie, and Jar Jar 
messes up the Necron- Necronomicon, which then resurrects the uh, Deadites. That then Obi Wan and Anakin have to, uh, you know, train the peasants to fight off the Deadites, a la Army of Darkness. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then you have you have like Anakin's missing a hand, and he can you know have a some kind of a lightsaber chainsaw thing. Dude, no, yeah, and that works beautifully because in Army of Darkness, Ash just essentially fights off against like evil Ash. Like right. I'm good Ash, I'm bad Ash, right. and um, and it would be Anakin, and it, it would be Darth Vader, obviously that he has to fight against. You know, right? Whoa, yeah, yeah. we didn't even think about that. We, how come we've never even seen? I'm sure it exists out there. I'm not saying it doesn't, but like, how come we have never seen like Attack of the Clones, Anakin versus like Darth Vader? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's the same character, but not. I don't know. It's weird. Um, yeah, those are very good honorable mentions. I, uh, yeah, I like it a lot. It, it probably went on my list, but uh, I was just as we were going through the list, it just popped in my head like, let me write these down, and we'll get to them at the end. I wanted, I want, I really wanted to include a Mandalorian character on this list, but I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't figure out really anything too crazy. Uh, well, we I mean we could do Din Djarin versus the Army of Darkness versus the Army yeah. of Dead Eyes. Yeah, we could. We could. I feel like he'd be good for that as a Mandalorian. He'd be able to make no, weapons and like engineer like the you know. This isn't uh, this isn't horror necessary. It's not horror at all, but it's I guess horror adjacent because the stuff is <laughs> thrilling and scary. So Din Djarin already kind of hates robots and droids, right? What if it's like uh, Din Djarin versus like a T one thousand? Ooh, that yeah. would be pretty cool. Yeah. Versus the Terminator, yeah, both, that would, that would, they both yeah. have like metal protecting themselves, right? And, yeah, can be kind of good anyway. So, anyway, guys, uh, that's gonna be the end of our episode for tonight. Uh, we really hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, we had a really fun time talking about it, and uh, please share this as much as possible leading up to Halloween, uh, to get uh, the Star Wars fans in your life also into the Halloween spirit. Um, Leave us um, what any matchups that you guys thought would be cool on any one of our social media platforms. We are on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, yeah, just leave it anywhere on any one of those underneath this post. To let us know what, what horror icon you would like to see versus a Star Wars character. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll respond or something like that and say, hey, that would be cool. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so that's about all we got for you guys this week. Um, Chris, what would you like to leave with the good people? Um, I'm trying to think what's uh, a good Halloween movie to recommend right now. Halloween Kills. That's what I'll leave them with. Sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject. Yeah, Go watch Halloween Kills. I've seen it twice. It's good. Yeah, I don't really do horror, so I'll recommend uh, the, the one kind of horror film I really like, and I'll go with Evil Dead 2, which uh, I will say still holds up, even though you know, it was made back in the eighties. Like, mm-hmm. like it's pretty old, but I think I just watched it recently, and it, it definitely still holds up. So I will, yeah, I'll watch you with that too. Very good, yeah, right. yeah. And just to add, to add on to that, um, uh, a lot of the older uh, geeks will know this, but some of the younger geeks might not. There is a guy named Sam Raimi who did uh, the Spider-Man movies in the early two thousands, and he's doing the upcoming. Doctor Strange films, so you'll know him from that. But he also did, uh, yeah, those movies: Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. Also did a 
uh, highly underrated superhero film. I think it's a superhero film called Dark Man with yep. Liam Neeson that I thought was pretty darn good too. Um, so yeah, go check out some Sam Raimi stuff as well. Yeah, um, I think uh, the Evil Dead's like if you're gonna go for horror, Evil Dead Two, um, Evil Dead One is good, but it's so low budget because it's you know yeah he made it on a shoestring budget. Yeah, that basically Evil Dead Two is like a remake of Evil Dead One, but with better special effects and things. More, and more jokes, more jokes, and more money. Yeah, more polished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. May the force be with you. Right, have a good week, guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>